the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Oh, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and uh, some ghosts here at Millburgers. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, yeah, we're here at Millburgers, and we're eager to talk with you about gardening. You call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And when I walked up, I thought you had, had, were yeah. sitting outside, Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yes, all the uh, the decorations and the scary uh, goose, ghouls and goblins and stuff are out on the porch today. They got one one in a sail. Okay, you need to move close. Move that a little closer to you. Thank you. They got what now? They got some one in a sail out there. One in a sail? Like oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, I figured out pretty quickly that it was neither of you. you oh, know, that was nice. Because. Helen. Um, they're all tall and thin. Oh, oh man! The compliment started, and then it just turned yeah, at the just, end. Just kind of went down, <laughs> all right. Well, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and we did get a little rain. Very little, but a little. When was that? Oh, uh, was it Monday? You didn't get any. We don't got, remember any, no. Yeah, <laughs> we got some. It was hard. For, it was a hard rain for probably by the airport. 30 seconds. 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Yeah. Hmm. But that was it. It wasn't a big gully washer. It wasn't, but it was still rain. I can put my... It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. I'm sorry. Tuesday, yeah. I think that's when the, you and the Sinisa... The Sinisa were blooming. Oh, Still blooming. Yeah. Yeah, there are some beautiful ones around town. Speaking of Sinisa, as I was walking in, mm-hmm. guess what they had out there? What? As you walk in, beautiful Lynn Lowry. Oh, Lynn's Legacy? Legacy, yeah. All right. And uh, they're solid, full bloom. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt it. That blue color, too, that gets me every time. I was driving home from an appointment yesterday near um, kind of the Monta Vista area, Mm -hmm. and there was some, wow, just incredible. Uh, full of blooms, really looking great. Yeah, well, as we were walking by, I was showing Jeremy. He said, Dad, you're not supposed to be looking at the plants. You're we're, supposed to be walk, watch your way out where you're walking. Oh, you weren't driving, huh? No. <laughs> and he says, he said, but that is, that plant is full of blue bees. 
Mm. That's an easy. Oh, okay. Be good pictures if you want to take pictures. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a neat idea. Yeah. I'll. I'll, I imagine I'll still be out when we leave. Yeah, I'll go take a picture. (laughs) Um, Excuse me. But yeah, the ones in our. I'm still a little disappointed. The ones in our yard are growing. They're growing, 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 but they're not blooming. But we just got them this spring, so. It's a Lynn Lowry? No. Legs? No. Silverado, maybe? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of a smaller growing. Oh, good. Al- almost a dwarf, but uh, oh. it'll it'll kick in. All right. I'm not going to worry at all. Unless, unless. Unless what? What? You got a, a rogue. I got a rogue plant? Yeah. My that, plant has gone rogue? Yeah. That's not good. That won't bloom. No. Don't, that's not. No such thing. Excuse <laughs> <coughs> me. They've also got... Yeah? A, uh, wait a second. Here it is. It's, it's Esperanza Tacoma Stands Sun Trumpet. Uh, I got a picture of it in today's paper, and uh, that's—I uh, guarantee you—that's a uh, regular. The number one regularly nine ninety nine. Uh huh. On sale for seven eighty eight. Ooh, really? It's two dollars. Huh? Yeah, but uh, I guarantee you that's got uh, Gold Star Esperanza. Oh. In the in the genetics of it, uh, which I, I guess they just didn't want to call it Gold Star, and uh, so they they took some seedlings. I would bet they took seedlings, and uh, and grew that those out, and it's got pretty blooms. They're not uh, quite as big as Gold Stars. But it's blooming early, so uh, that might be a good choice, especially since they're on sale. And I saw, when I was printing out the deal, that they got my big pots on sale. Yeah, I saw that too. It it must not be many. So, uh... (coughs) On the... uh this is the Saturday version on the I think those pots showed up on the Wednesday version of the the sales list. Oh, well they're on uh, they're on sale. Oh, the 18-inch terracotta. Oh, but I mean I, I I remember seeing the containers for sale but in this version of the photos of all the things that were oh, for okay. sale, they are not as far as I can tell they're not there. So how much would you expect to pay for a beautiful terracotta plant? An 18-inch planter. Just eighteen. That was smaller than the. It's now. It's normally sixty three ninety nine. That's almost. How much is that? Almost sixty four. Almost, but not. And it's on sale for forty five dollars. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a. And you've you've used yours really well. Yeah, I. Uh, Were yours bigger though? Weren't they? Huh. Weren't yours bigger than uh, than that, 18 inches? Uh-uh. No, that's as big as I think we've had them. Hmm. <laughs> we can ask Trace, but... And they have half whiskey barrels on sale. 50 bucks. Uh-huh, 48 almost 50 bucks, but not quite. 
the barrel the garden planters which are the uh, the kind of half whiskey barrels but different horizontal cradle cradle that's a that's a good way to put it they're on sale for 9.99 or 99 dollars 99 oh it's a oh it's it could be oh yeah okay i don't want to think about that that sort of saddens me Okay. He, Trace was saying it could, it could be a, you could use it as a coffin too for Halloween. <laughs> Man, things are booming here Halloween wise. Yeah, we made a lot of progress in a week. Yeah, I see the hay in the maze. Yes, hay's there. Putting up the burlap now. Monsters start going in next week. I drew, but I, the electrical monsters aren't going to go in until much closer to the end of the month. Yeah, I saw that uh, the clouds graying up, and I knew the hay was covered. So on Tuesday or Monday night, I drove over here and just threw some hay down on the uh, ground. Did y'all get some rain? No. Y'all, not Monday or Tuesday? I don't, I don't remember any. No. Oh, man. Not for a week or ten days. No, we over got some by the airport. Over 100. I don't remember any. Okay, well, it's quick. It was if you blinked, you missed it. Well, but it was it was raining hard for about maybe 10, 15 minutes. Anyway, I saw it, or it came to me in a dream. Are I think, you sure? I think we missed it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what's what else is going on, Trace? Oh, we're just settling on uh, all the fall stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, we've got the boutique up. We've mm-hmm. got half the maze up, although we're not allowing anybody in yet. We got the train station up. We got the train out, so the mechanics can look at it. Make okay, sure it's all functioning, and uh, that's where we stand. Weather's cooling off. We've got snapdragons. Oh, we've got mums, and so those are the first two plants that always show up. You have a <laughs> this Labor Day sale. Uh, it's like um, my fingers hurt from scrolling <laughs> on the website. <laughs> What's that? It's kind of big. It is kind of big. <coughs> Lots of stuff. Uh, Mon- monarchs. Um, people spotted a few monarchs, including in my neighborhood. Mm. Not, a, not a huge number, though, but it's starting to come in. Good. Yeah, you need to find out where we can track the monarchs, since you're our monarch expert. On the web, there must be some place to... It says like where they are in 2023. No. Oh. Yeah, we. I guess we potentially could make a develop a relationship with the, some of the universities or local governments, nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Well, we just need to to be able to go and see where they are online. So that's your. No, home. that's not how it works. That's, you, you, that's your. Homework, you participate so. and contribute. No, yeah. they just have it online. We can do both, but yeah, but that's your that's your homework assignment is to find out a contact that we can get, but also that has like a monarch tracking system or something. I guess they probably do that by volunteer. And did you see the thing I sent you on the bats? That was cool. Was Bracken the Bracken Bat Cave? Is that where we went yeah, with uh, yeah. with Malcolm and yeah? It looked familiar, but that was really. They have a, a cam down there now. Oh, is that so right? you can watch it. You can watch it. I guess twenty four seven, but it's only really exciting from about seven thirty to eight thirty. Yeah, they were making claims that that's the largest uh, population of. It was, it was at one time, but I think they decreased by half, maybe. Hmm. Uh, but 
they're hard to count because when they all fly out, that's true. You know, you get. I, up just, to I just want to know: Are there hawks circling above, like the, mm-hmm. the that old tunnel? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I need to. I wonder if there's a cam there too. I don't think they want to show that. No, that was that was gruesome. But oh, they got lots of pictures. <laughs> they got lots of pictures of the hawks. Oh, yeah. do they? Hitting the bats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did they explain that to you too? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what we're talking about? I can explain it again. The scouts come out. The, the, your guide at the bridge says, "Okay, that's good." This, the, no, no. The hawks come out first, and they start circling. And they said, okay, that's good, because that means the scouts will come out to see if it's safe, which it ain't. <laughs> and they'll start flapping around. It says the, the scouts will come out, the hawks will eat them, they'll go away, and the rest of the colony will will come out. How do you get chosen to be a scout? I don't want to be a scout. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Nobody wants to be a scout. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know, if bats have like a justice system, or you, did you do something wrong, and you, you serve your penalty by if you live? And then we were trying to figure out, did they all come back together? I can't imagine. No, they must just go fly all, all over the place and then come back as they get full. There you go. Okay. Reasonable. Assumption. Yeah, we'll have to get we'll get somebody to to do it, but it's on every night, and we we uh, cast it to our TV. If you have a smart TV, you can see it, but we uh, cast it to the TV, and we were just we were the world's most boring couple for watching bats on TV for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. If you'd like the, uh, I can I can send the uh, the link to. Uh, uh, Mark, back at the station, if you'd like it, call him, and he'll he'll get it from me. So, 210-308-8867. But watch tonight when you get home, 730. I watched it when... Oh, did you watch it when I, when yeah, I sent it to you? For about a minute, and said he was like, who sent you that? <laughs> was that a good I, who sent you that, or what I, numbskull sent you that? I'm not sure. Okay. Where did they, where did they put the camera? So, the camera is facing the cave. Oh, yeah, the opening, but and they have a ca- and they have a camera in the cave, and they switch back and forth between the views. Okay, so you remember where we were standing? Uh-huh. There's a camera there looking at it, and then there's a camera inside. And so once they started coming out, uh, the camera seemed to go inside and face out, and so you saw a lot of them. Man, is there a website or something for people that are listening? Yeah, I'll I'll get it for you. Let me find. They, uh, and I've got uh, pictures that I took on PlantAnswers.com mm-hmm. under uh, photos, photos, <laughs> any of bats maybe. But uh, I, when I went down there first time, I said, "How am I going to get these bats?" Uh, they're moving so fast. Yeah, did you try? I don't remember you whispering to them. It's in the it's, it's in the dark when they started coming out really strong. And uh, the first first picture I took, image I took, explained it all to me because when you put that flash on, oh, that uh, lightens the closest bats to you. So you see every, see all those bats. What's yeah. amazing is those bats are all, you know the bats are all around you. Mm-hmm. Where we went. Yeah. You didn't go down there. No, I didn't go down. 
I decided I did not want to be amongst the guano and the, uh, <laughs> the angry, the bats that were angry at you. <laughs> it's batcon, B-A-T-C-O-N dot org. And then there's more after that, but there's a link to uh, to the live cam on the page. So <laughs> B-A-T-C-O-N dot org. And uh, you can give us a report tomorrow. My advice is uh, 7.30 uh, is when we started seeing them, maybe 7.20. So Yeah. So it's, it's boring for the first hour. I know that because I watched to 6.30 to 8.30. Is that a bat? I don't think that's a bat, hon. That's a bat. I think that's a bat. They're coming out. I don't think so. So anyway. What's amazing is when I was using that flash, it you're surrounded by bats literally six or seven inches from you, all all around you. And they're not running into you. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you use that flash, it shines on all those that are all around you. Mm-hmm. So it's an amazing. They're on plantanswers.com. Okay. With you, with Malcolm sticking a handful of guano in your face. No, yeah, right, right. You didn't put that one on, or did you? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's on there. And yeah, it did with, not smell. With the, with he swore cap- it didn't smell. With the caption, Yeah. Uh, Malcolm says... This doesn't stink. His fat guano doesn't stink. Mm-hmm. And he's right. And I said, hell yes. They it didn't stink. stink, did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, a, fr- a different fragrance. It's got yeah. a distinctive smell for sure. Yeah. And from uh, switching back to the gardening part, how important are bats to uh, pop crops and all that good stuff? Not at all. Really? Okay, is there anybody who would like to differ with that opinion? Uh, <laughs> well, it depends on the, on the which bat. There's, some of them are pollinators. Yeah, that's lots what I of thought. lots of them are insect uh, consumer consumers, and so they reduce that pressure in that direction. So they're they're pretty essential to uh-huh. the the whole environment. Yeah. Trace, you rolled your eyes. Does that sound about right, or did you want to say anything else? No, I think that that's it. Yeah. yeah. So we need bats. So okay, good. Batcon.org, and uh, if you just don't, if you want to call in because you couldn't get it, you can. Uh, Mark now has it back at the station. There you go. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, or toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight. 67, the number to call to be a part of this show. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a moment. You're 210 308 8867. We're here at Melburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. It's a bright, sunny day. It's pretty to look out there and see all the um, all the bloomers out there. So uh, come on out and visit with us. If you have a question, just come in the two story. We'll answer it. Back in a moment on 930 a.m. The answer. There's a little bit of everything in Texas. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Every week you hear us talking about the great tree hugger sprinklers that they have here at Millburgers. Their uh, tree hugger sprinkler is a great tool to have uh, for a variety of things. I promise you, you will find other uses than the one I'll give you now, which is to uh, maintain, uh, to help 
establish newly planted trees and shrubs and to maintain those already established ones by making sure they're well watered. Uh, but you'll find other things for it, too. I'll tell you what I do with mine in just a second. But Put it in a bathtub? No, I did not do that yet. Did That's you do that with strong. yours? Is it? Yeah. Okay, well. Just run a hose in there and put it in the bathroom. You do that now, do you? Oh, yeah. Leave the door open? That for the- probably is far enough to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know if it's labeled for that. Well, should be. <laughs> so what you do, the Tree Hugger Sprinkler, if you can picture this, you can go to treehuggersprinklers.com to learn more. It's a, a hard plastic donut, if you will, with a hinge on it. Three sizes, 7, 11, and 15 inch. And you uh, open it up. I thought that was, did you turn on the water first? Yeah, Why did you turn the water on? I had to get the stuff. I got you. Open it up. And you close it or hug, tree hugger, uh, around the tree. And then you uh, turn it on a little bit. There you go. To uh, Okay. Thank you. To uh, water the root ball or turn it on a lot. Your tree hugger may sound different. To uh, water away from the root ball, more toward the drip line. And uh, I use mine actually when I'm watering the, uh, the, the yard. Um, that was the other thing that I use it um, for is, and I just let it sit and soak. It works especially well if you've got a area that is not the, where the water application is not equal or the soil is yeah. thinner. And uh, it's only about 80% of uh, lawns in San Antonio have some of those. <laughs> remember when we did yeah. all that research, it was... That was, that was an impossible route to go to, uh, to to try to correct that because there were so many factors involved. So oh, yeah. so they so we were looking for other ways to do it. And so where can you get this tree hugger? Right here at Millburgers. Yes, sir. Oh, did you want to answer that? No, that's right. Okay, <laughs> right here at Millburgers in all three sizes, and also you'll see them at H E B. But check it out. Come on out here when you come and check out the Tree Hugger Sprinklers uh, or go to treehuggersprinklers.com. You can watch the video on how it works, and you'll you'll instantly understand. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else is going on, gentlemen? I found a pot, my big pot, 18-inch terracotta pot, regularly $63.99 on sale for about half of that. $45. 45 But I'm told that there are not many left, right? The only ones that are left are the ones you saw there. So, no, not too many. Okay. And well, that's the ones that you, <clears throat> same yeah. ones that you purchased yeah. a while back? Yeah. And uh, one would think in that big a pot that I use some of that uh, purple bag mix uh, in there straight and of course laced it with Osmocote and uh, my son and girlfriend grew some hellacious big tomato plants and then pep- and uh, serrano peppers and uh, I had also put real grandy gold in there but thinking that that biggie pot and that loose that uh, mix uh, would keep them alive mm-hmm. that won't 
it won't keep them alive if you don't water. Oh. Funny how that's mm-hmm. the same. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's one of those basic rules. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But uh, so Jeremy had a lot of shows all around, and so they basically dried up. You know what dried up? And it's still it's still alive and producing uh, more peppers is hmm. Serrano Jalapeno. Oh, really? Yeah, I got one of those here, and uh, all the all the rest of the stuff. Of course, the spider mites got the tomatoes hmm. uh, big time. Killed them. Were they going to do fall tomatoes? What? Am I going to do fall tomatoes? Jeremy. That's the way you should ask it. Jeremy. Oh, are you doing fall tomatoes? <laughs> um, I'm debating it. I've got the tomatoes. I'm thinking about putting more uh, chili, Parsons potent chili penguins in there, in that one, and uh, put Ms. Nethery's uh, Lejo peppers uh, in another one. And uh, see how that's going to grow. And uh, I didn't look today, but I don't know. We probably got we got a lot of different kind of peppers out there, but I don't know if there's any Lejos left. Well, in my Trace, neighborhood, you got Lejos in your head uh, with the Lejos situation. I do not. Okay, we'll have to check. And your chili, chili patines too. We got a few planted for seed sources. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you planted yours out in the, in your containers in the soil? Yeah, in the in containers. In uh, containers, yeah. And Bart's got his. his yeah, Bart's in containers. He does everything in containers. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. The amazing thing about it is we've had record dryness. We've had record uh, heat for three months. Three months. And... Uh, they, uh, they, they uh, haven't killed the peppers, and the spider mice killed the tomatoes. Yeah, everything's mine's hanging on. I'm getting a few new uh, um, fruit, uh, new tomatoes. Re- oh, uh, a ruby crush. Yeah, not not very many, but a, a few are. And uh, of course, the blooms are going crazy, but uh, <laughs> they're all sitting. Anxiously waiting for the weather to break. Yeah, drop drop there below down to sixty five at night, and we'll everything will crack itself in a short yeah. time. Do we have any tomatoes left out here? Yes. Okay. Mainly just the gallons, or do uh, there's a handful of quarts and uh, oh, okay. gallons. Okay. Well, the gallons are the best bet now. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. This is amazing that we've had gallons. Uh, as far into the season in the fall, like oh, this yeah. before. Hopefully, everybody will, that won't need some will latch on to them and, and in time for the weather break. Yeah. Um, just keep them watered. I would actually, as hot as it's been and dry as it's been, I would actually make sure they get uh, morning. Morning, I mean, afternoon shade. That's uh, certainly uh, an example of my containers. It's obvious which ones have got... In the sun. <laughs> yeah, full sun and which ones have a little yeah. break. 
in the afternoon. Yeah. They're the ones that are doing doing the best. Yeah. Larger, largest yeah. leaves, most growth, starting to set fruit. <laughs> I used to tell everybody, and which is true, commercial people don't shade uh, the tomatoes when they plant them in the field. As long as they kept them watered, you know, left good water on them. And uh, I used to tell people, well, you know, they they don't put any shade apparatus around it, like planks and stuff like that. I went out to visit uh, Mr. the elder Mr. Verstraten, Henry Verstraten, and uh, he had put boards on the sunny side, west yeah, side. Yeah, to block them. And uh, I was kidding him. I said, uh, Mr. Verstraten, I said, uh, they don't do that in the commercial field, you know. He said, yeah, but they need a little help when it, that sun is that hot. And he was one of the best farmers I ever met. And he was he was right. He had the prettiest tomato plants after the weather. It, I guess the, they were establishing a root system and it's kind of sitting there. And that's what I think our tomatoes are doing now. And uh, so, uh, as usual, experience helps you along, tells the story. The, uh, <laughs> but like I say, if you don't water them, all that is for naught. But the interesting thing about it is I I had some things in smaller containers, like true gallons and um, things like that, which they also dried down. And I'm talking about plants, ornamental plants that I got out here, like uh, mm-hmm. Esperanza and... Uh, uh, Sienna. Huh? Oh, I... Ida Barbados? No. Oh. I don't think they had that, but they had uh, uh, the yellow plant uh, that the deer won't eat. It's blooming pretty. Thoralis. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Thoralis. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they let those dry down, too. And, I mean, it was just a tall plant with no leaves on it. So uh, I'm thinking that a lot of people did that. So I, t- I finally, I had a large container that didn't have holes in it. So I filled it about half full of water and put those uh, plants that had dried up, no dead leaves all over it, uh, into that half-filled container with water. Oh, okay, like we were talking about last week? Yeah, and three, okay. three days later, three days later, those things are leafing out. Hmm. So even, of it. even though your plant looks, maybe look dead, it's just thirsty, big time. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a lot of plants that, recommended plants that uh, do that. Yeah. Zinnias are kind of notorious. You'd swear that they were done for. Yeah. And you do a quick a watering and... Yeah, they're back uh, up the next day, and then. And a lot of people say, uh, you know, water the whole plant. In other words, spray the water on the whole plant every day. 
and uh, as well as so let it soaking up the root system. But uh, I like to do that. It makes a uh, difference. Spider mites, but yeah, I don't know to I don't notice if there's much difference or not. But it yeah, it just makes me feel. Good. I feel like yeah, I feel like the plant is enjoying <laughs> it. Well, yeah, where, where you know you're not doing any good is you, you get a microscope. You know, the mites are mighty small. Man. I've heard that and, year uh, after year <laughs> after year. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you spray them out and you look, and they've got through that microscope, and they've got little beach towels. Each mite had a little beach towel. Is that right? And he's enjoying the the rainwater. Huh. Oh, I need to look at the weather. Hang on. I'm telling you what it is. Uh, Over 100 degrees. Not the that next. part. The rain. I'm looking for the rain. No, you can't. You I, know saw the, I saw the temperature, too. But that was actually good. I mean... It's been over 103, and now it looks like the high is 100. Yay! Well, it makes a difference. It's surprising. Uh, when Because when you walk the dog at 8 o'clock at night, and it was like, ah. <laughs> now it's not. It's not. It's breaking sooner. Yeah. The evening is cooling off sooner. Unfortunately, I think if you find, look in the Express News, the... they mentioned the fact that the humidity is going up. Oh, so it's so going to feel hotter. So the... And feeling is still high, but we'll take whatever we can get. Yeah, no, it's you're you're right. It's uh, high. High seems to be a hundred throughout the week. A little bit warmer on Tuesday, and uh, yeah, the lows in the mid seventies. And how much rain? Uh, what, what day it, is it going to rain? You know, it it doesn't say. I don't know why. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, we'll find out. This is good. Well, I think I remember 20% on uh, maybe Friday. Some of the uh, weather, uh, local weather is more optimistic, so I'll look at a local weather channel. <laughs> and those are uh, looking good out there and, for, and on sales. Still. What are? Huh? What Pentas. 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 Oh. Uh did they ever get those Santa Maria's in? And, uh, no. no, no. I don't know what happened. Oh, a 10% chance today, by the way. 10% today? Uh-huh. What time? According to KSAT.com. Does it say? Doesn't say what time. I thought we could all meet outside and dance and play in the rain. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, that's that's the most I see. So I hate to be a a bearer of bad news, but I don't see much rain. What is that plant that uh, yeah, that's your favorite? The full sun plant. Uh, the Vinca? deer won't eat. Oh, vinca. Vinca's vinca. Yeah. 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 The vinca, as long as you keep them watered, are, are doing fine in this kind of weather. Yeah. They, they can. Um, I noticed though they don't they. Um, it's much on all, almost all the plants. It's the smaller the container, the more challenging it is to. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. So I guess you get the the edge when you get to the too too dry or too yeah. hot yeah. Uh, is much quicker. And and pop, containers that heat up are, are a factor too. You are just, your containers black? Black plastic. Yeah, that's oh, that. well, no, not always, but but even those the clay the clay pots are probably yeah. the best. But then they, 
and that even that light uh uh <laughs> i can't I, I don't know what the the material is a kind of a cement mm. that, that that is uh, not as as good as the clay in terms mm. of the uh keeping the uh, the soil cool but you you notice that when you're dealing with this kind of heat oh you yeah just uh tell you learn which ones are the, are the best for the kind of plants you like and the soil so by, but you you noticed when you use that uh, the purple bag soil that mm-hmm. really works well, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there originally it said it wasn't for use as potting mix, but it, it feels good. <laughs> and uh, we laid that uh, Osmico Plus in there, pretty thick. And uh, that's another thing we got to mention. Uh, I, th- I think I brought it up a couple of weeks ago. But with this hot weather that we've had for three months now, uh, that slow-release Osmocote is not not holding on as long as, as it oh, usually normal. do. So if you, if you use it a lot in the spring, we did, did we have a spring? But we had, anyway, we had a rainy spring. <laughs> anyway. I kind of missed the spring. A rainy spring? Yeah. We went from record cold spells to. It rained a lot in April. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they show all this stuff on the weather. Three years we haven't had significant rain. It was raining a lot in the spring. In April. Yeah, in just the one month. It was, uh, I think it was. I kept hearing, I don't remember an April like this where it rained as often as it did. But it was like every weekend. Yeah, it was for a while. <laughs> hey, we need to take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The answer. Amarillo, San Antonio. I call my home, I gotta go I got Texas in my soul Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer Yeah, did y'all see the sad news about uh, Jerry Jeff Walker? Jerry, I'm not the Jerry, uh, Jimmy Buffett Yeah, Jimmy Buffett passed away Yeah, very sad Alright, 210, that wasn't Jimmy Buffett, that was Willie, but you know, I was thinking about, you know, how old is Willie now? I think he just turned 90. So, anyway, 210-308-8867, <laughs> the number to call. I see Millburgers also has the uh, the winter, winterizer lawn fertilizer on sale in the 40-pound bag, normally twenty nine ninety nine, now on sale for twenty four eighty eight, and... Uh, is it it's time to start applying that or just take advantage of the savings and save it and I know I'm catching you at a bad time. Yes. <laughs> uh, they they could probably they should be able to put it out now, although in my mind there's still enough time to do a slow release too. Oh, okay. Um so yeah, you could you could do both, but this one's on sale and I know uh pretty soon Probably when the weather breaks a little bit, people will start calling in and wondering about it. It's probably, well, but I, mean, I think it's a good idea just to get it, save the cash, and get it now, and uh, 
Well, the uh, issue we've brought out in a number of discussions we've had here and also in the articles were that it doesn't do you any good to fertilize uh, uh, the lawn if there's no if there's no grass there or there's dead, dead <laughs> yeah. grass. It, Who wrote that? You it's did? Gotta, yeah, it's got to have a a basis. I mean, uh, to to utilize it. Now, the good news is that uh, a lot of the a lot of it will show up if if and when we get some rain. So, yeah. But, now, now, I like to fertilize my rag my bluegrass mm. so even though there's the even though, can you find it huh yeah if i can find it so i'm hoping for rain to salvage my bluegrass and horse herb i know I'm, i got her uh, my lady out, out the east yeah, evelyn uh, hell yeah on standby in case people's uh, horse herb doesn't, doesn't germinate oh, and grow. And go because people are, we're, she's going to have a yard sale. Oh. Where people can come out and dig plugs of a, a precious horse herb. You know, I don't know whether Evelyn would really appreciate and be honored that you did this next suggestion or if she would be upset with you. No. If you named it Evelyn's Horse Herb, uh. a special variety <laughs> that you picked out of her yard. There you go. Okay. Evelyn, uh, I don't know I, if you, I bet she you would. want Horse Herb named after you. I bet she would. I bet she would like to have that name. You know, another uh, <laughs> thing we're getting close on, and we've talked this, about this a little bit, is the... Um, seeding the wild, wildflowers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, so, yeah, you know, is it should we <laughs> rush it or should we be patient? Like we're we're trying to be patient with the turf grass. Yeah, because uh, that doesn't do uh, much good to lay the seed out there on the de- that desert soil that we're <laughs> looking at. But yeah, and again, the good news is the minute the the rain shows up, and then in that bare soil, there is that seed right there in full yeah. sun, soil contact, ready for action if it ever gets some good water. Well, and, waiting for action. Are you talking about the birds coming in and getting a seed? No, I don't. I, I, that is overstated. I uh, you think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of... People had they all use the excuse, well, their Bermuda grass seed didn't. There you go. Kind of because the birds ate it all. I said, huh, that's not usually the, <laughs> the situation. And same on the uh, on the wildflower seeds. They, mm. they'll, they'll eat some of it, but it's not a lot of it. And uh, we we showed uh, with Jerry and the seed he gave us that you can... Uh, you can make it so that you can barely walk in your your backyard if you got the, yeah. the wildflower seed out there. Yeah. Gracious, that really was thick. Uh, it was it was cool though. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, yeah, I want somebody writes uh, for the this month says do not sow with uh, within wildflower seeds and within the lawn areas where you've used pre-emergent. Oh. Because it's supposed to stop things from germinating. But uh, 
He said, the wildflowers do not compete well with turf. That's true. If you notice out in the wild, back when we used to have wildflowers, uh, that uh, they come up on rocky slopes uh, and with no grass yeah. around. They're not good competitors. The spring flower types, for example, must be left in place long enough to go to seed. Well, I guess they do. But uh, if you just, let's say you're using blue bonnet transplants, uh, you you can enjoy the bloom and eliminate them, eliminate the whole plant before it makes seed. After it quits blooming. Oh. Yeah, I'm curious to see, because we just let our, our little meadow uh-huh. just go. Okay. You know, turn brown and ugly, and so I'm hoping all... Well, it'll be interesting to see. They wouldn't start coming back up, though, till the spring, would they? And then I guess we should really water that area, because uh, there's not much there. We do water it, but not a lot. Yeah. Well, yes, we should, or yes, we I should knew, have. I knew that you weren't watering. Oh, okay. So, so should we water more in that area? <laughs> Laura is. Well, yeah. I'm not watering. Oh, you're not special. watering where your meadow, your meadow was? No, I'm okay. just waiting. I'm counting on the, uh, the that, uh, predicted cool w- winter, wet winter <laughs> that's supposed to come up. Did it, well, You were talking last week about seeds. Did everything come in that you, or is it still kind of... No, it's actually all show, pretty much everything showed up. Oh, good. Okay, so we're stocked with seeds, yes. including wildflower. No, oh, okay. there are some in there. Yeah, but uh, that one hadn't been. It's just the vegetables and the right. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's cool. Good. And uh, another report from Milton's garden: the plant that's doing like super. So I'm eager to see when it starts blooming what it'll do. It's in a container and probably needs to be in a bigger container. And what's it in? What is it? What is it? I haven't told you yet. Oh. Uh, fire spike. Oh, good. Yeah, and it's huge. In fact, I think this is a sign it we're too successful. The pot keeps tipping over. Yeah. Is that a sign that we're a little too successful and we got to yeah. either trim the plant or get a bigger pot? But uh, the sign you didn't start with a big enough pot in the first place. <laughs> well, it was just itty bitty when we started. Now, now it's like three feet tall and yeah. really spread out. But you don't see any bloom spikes on it, huh? Oh, look. I had I didn't see any yesterday. Uh, I, I, oh, okay. I bumped into it this morning when we let the dog out. <laughs> it's, it's tall. You said it's four feet tall? No, no. It's just about three feet tall. Okay. I mean, but still, that's yeah. it's nice and bushy, which is nice. That's probably rooted out of that pot. Oh, you think? Oh, dear. If it's still alive and you've not been watering it, mm. but uh, it'll it'll bloom later on. Guess guess if, what if came up in my uh, milkweed uh, seeded? Oh no, our Arpet- petunias, <laughs> the, the light pink one and uh, and the uh, darker violet one. So I didn't have the I didn't treat it like a weed. I just trans transplanted them into a. The, the final place where I was growing them and left them in there as a mm-hmm. as just a symbol of how tough they are. And yeah. uh, I, I suspect that by the time this growing season's over, they'll be spread even further <laughs> into the air. Yeah. 
Uh, getting back to this, uh, wildflowers do not compete well with turf. Uh, some of the prettiest pictures I've got, most interesting pictures, was wild, uh, blue bonnets were planted in dormant Bermuda grass. Uh, and uh, you're right, they, they came up and they bloomed. Uh, but when the Bermuda started growing, hmm. which is later than, uh, a little bit later than the blue bonnets blooming, I just mowed them down. And got, I have more, more seeds, so I planted more seed next fall, last the following fall. I got a picture of uh, Jeremy when he was little, uh, with, with looking at the blue bonnets, smelling them, everything else, uh, when he was little, real little, in a Bermuda grass. Oh, lawn, okay. Uh, while they were growing. Also, the, uh, if you still got basil and coleus plants alive. You allow, if you allow them to go to flower, they will quit producing new foliage. Uh, does ba- doesn't basil get uh, bitter when it gets to when they? How uh, can you tell? Well, that's uh, sure. true. Uh, what was the Texas Superstar basil? No. The name? Oh, yeah, that uh, wild thing. It bloomed so pretty. It had a purple bloom. Yeah. Oh, did it? Okay. I just can't remember the name. Purple, it'll kind of be a purple foliage, right? No, they had a purple bloom. Yeah, really spectacular bloom. Balsamic. Yeah, that's it. Balsamic basil. Um, my wife says my memory's slipping, but I, I can remember anything uh, about plants. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nobody else remembered it either, so you're okay. Anyway, the uh, the pots are on sale. Balsamic here. blooms. <laughs> Uh, the plants are on sale here, and uh, you can use those plants like zinnias, marigolds, celosia, Joseph's coat, coat, copper plants, sun coleus, a firebush, and croton uh, in their small pot, patio pots uh, for the fall color. So uh, if, you fer- if you fertilize them pretty well, and keep them watered, uh, even in zinnias. You ever drunk grown zinnias in containers? In containers? Yeah. All the time, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like them, uh, especially those orange and yellow ones that we got at Millburgers lately, The in uh, those uh, half-whiskey barrels. And in the horizontal, what, what did he call yeah, them? The cradles. 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 All right, we're going to take a quick break and be back really in a moment. Good. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Oh, I was just uh, Where are you? debating with this new system whether I needed to put the earphones on or not or if i would hear 
Okay, the, uh, you decide. If, well, <coughs> there's about 700 little buttons, and uh, oh. the chances of me hitting all the right ones are pretty slim, but I was going to experiment with it a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. I'll try not to look... Two one zero. Have that look on my face. That's okay. Two one. I just didn't know. I was like, okay, is something wrong? Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Give us a gardening report, and uh, Trace will ask you too because you're on the front lines here. Uh, is it still grass? Is it's the still, big? It's still grass. Okay, and is it different with grass, or is it? I mean. Well, you know, we were talking about grass in the spring. You gotta, you gotta ask them questions like, "What are their watering practices?" Okay. Did they see any June bugs this year? Oh. Um, does the grass look yellow, brown, or gold? That's um, interesting. But most of the time, it's just been lack of water. Lack of what? Of water. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you really, not any of the other problems appear uh, if you can't get the grass the, isn't. the lack of water i mean that just uh, disease un- diseases aren't an issue fertilization isn't an issue if you don't have any water it doesn't matter whether you got fertilizer or not so that's always the the key to uh, this kind of a situation are there any other questions that uh, folks are coming in with? And uh, I'm sure there are. I'm just trying to think if there's a common thing that maybe uh, people are noticing besides the, the grass and stuff. I didn't. I was thinking. Most of it's still about water. I mean, yeah. A lot of <laughs> no matter questions. what the prop, but this still okay. Had a lady yesterday with a, a Monterey oak that the margin was burning on maybe ten percent of the leaves. And she wasn't watering good enough. Okay. It was on one side, so that side wasn't getting enough water. Oh, that's interesting. That's that is. I think that's a common experience with Monterey Oak. Is one of the, those that's most likely to get affected. Now, Baroque, Baroque shows the symptom too, quite often. Sycamores would be uh, a lot of sycamores have either lost their leaves or yeah. in the process of losing. Pecans are. Dropping everything. Elms have started uh, dropping for fall. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. But that's normal. Uh, on a hot year with people not irrigating yet. Okay. Has it been hot this year? Mm. Anywho, <laughs> uh, I noticed too that in the ad you featured your um, the indoor uh, uh, plants. We've been going through quite a few. Yeah. Everybody's spending more time inside when it's That's warm true. and they want to decorate. And you're real proud of what Peter's put together. You want to brag on it a little bit? So we, we always did well with houseplants, but Peter's brought a lot of the more uh, rare Oh, there's Peter items. now. And he's done a really good job of keeping the greenhouse full uh, and pretty. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's uh, it's a struggle to keep things looking nice, but... Uh, they're they're doing a good job. I don't know if he What's heard, the hopefully he hears you bragging there's about him a, a little bit. There's a ton of them in there. Hmm? Got a ton of Phenopsis. Yeah, gosh, can't beat them. Uh, what, let's see, what do we got? Um, what holidays are we? Got? We're coming up to close. Christmas, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, there's one Monday. Yeah, Labor Day. 
So that's always uh, you can. Well, what, kind of like a different Mother's Day. You can celebrate her labor by giving her a phalaenopsis orchid. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're you're into well, that. Well, we're, we're going to go with that one. Oh, yeah. are you? Okay. Yeah, they're certainly a pleasant plant. I mean, a, yeah, and they are e- for as beautiful as they no, are. They're yeah. easy to take care of. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I and mean, if you're, uh, I notice when people have them, and then you have a little company or a party or something. If the people aren't uh, used to filling houses, you know, how 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 did you how did you grow that magnificent uh, orchid? Uh, they're so hard to grow. Well, not these. Not huh? anymore. Huh? Not these orchids. <laughs> but. With that said, they can be killed by lack of water. Well, they also can be killed if you try to grow them in your trunk. Yeah. Like does. Yeah. That didn't work. I thought we'd enjoy them in the, the back of the truck, but <laughs> no. Um, ours looked nice, and uh, and then they didn't. Uh, but yeah, they're... they're uh, uh, indoor plants starting at four ninety nine, so lots of choices, and uh, uh, it's nice to to go there again. He's I don't know I don't think he's listening, but he could hear him just talking about him on the radio because the speaker's here. But yeah, he does a good job of stocking that. There's some really unique. Uh, who's who's that? Peter. You mean like right there? Like right there, but he can't hear us. He's not listening to us. We'll put it that way. He might be able to hear us. <laughs> so I know Trace likes to brag on him, so I was hoping he could hear us. Uh, so I'm here to hear the compliment. Pretty sure he tunes <laughs> us out. Oh, does he? Oh, okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're talking about fertilizing. It says it's just about the last call to apply iron and sulfur soil acidifier to chlorotic plants. That means it's look for the yellow leaves. With dark green veins, most predominantly displayed on the newest growth first. If it's on the older leaves, uh, down the stem, it's probably due to high temperatures and moisture strain. Have we had high temperatures and moisture strain? <laughs> uh, keep all iron additives off surfaces that could be stained. Oh, it's a beautiful color, Milton. Is it really? Yeah. I was wondering what color it. Does well, it's... a lot of people. Oh, really? It stains them a burnt orange. A lot of. A lot of. Well, I've I've heard of people staining their uh, patios, concrete patio, by using iron. Uh, using iron. Does it stick around or does it? Oh yeah, it sticks around. It's okay. For everything. Oh really? Wow. All right. So in the old days, the it's a good thing it's a beautiful color. The restaurants would use it to stain their cement. Nowadays, you can get cement that's tainted a color. Yeah. But uh, in the old days, you couldn't. So you'd, they'd smear the iron around and give themselves a saltil tile look with virtually no expense. Oh, okay. Yeah, by having this the, the cement floors, but they were kind of, I guess they were stained and then sealed. Uh, UT Orange. Oh, UT Orange? UT Orange. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that should look really good. <clears throat> Go ahead. Keep talking. You're doing fine. <laughs> uh, 
then also if you if you got a lawn left or grass out there uh you can you, you can use a nitrogen use one with a high percentage of that nitrogen in slow release form now this is uh this is getting away from fall fertilization uh, that we used to recommend it, A&M recommended. But uh, that now that we've got slow-release form of nitrogen, with, with the grass thinned out the way it is, it's probably not a bad idea. That's the one that's on sale, by the way. So, but, but you've got to have green grass, I mean, to uptake the not. You know, we're talking about that. Uh, where, is your grass dead or is it alive? Yeah, I was no, noticing. Uh, <clears throat> I pl- uh, had planted some uh, trees from Millburgers here at the at the Education Resource mm-hmm. Center at our in our neighborhood, and then also uh, in my my yard. And uh, you know, the, and watering them seriously, like we're talking about, keeping, yeah. keeping that root ball, and and, uh, and it also reinforced my feeling about a lot of the a lot of the uh, dormant looking grass, the hay looking grass, is still alive because those uh, areas around the the trees where you're really giving them some serious watering mm-hmm. are nice and green mm-hmm. yeah so you, they you want to be green don't they yeah they were the little the, the islands and it makes you think that the the rest of the lawn is ready too just uh, as soon as we get we get some uh, rain and then that and that's a good time too to uh, take advantage of that greening up and then use your fertilizer <laughs> at that point so yeah uh, that, that, that's part of that uh, the testing we talk about too. People that say, "Is my lawn dead?" Or and I, I never quite understand that when uh, f- folks say, "Well, my lawn has died. I'm going to replace the grass." And then you say, "Well, why did it die?" And there's no there's silence there. I'm not sure. <laughs> but what? What? Why do you want to? Re- how, how can you? feel comfortable replacing it if you don't know why it died yeah that that's a, a major issue that we've got to promote is understand what has happened uh, before you invest any more money on yeah and a lot of our uh, a lot of our neighborhoods here in San Antonio area were blessed with uh, shade trees mature shade trees and we're getting as the years progress, we're getting more and more too much shade for for lawns. So that that's quite often a factor. You're and, damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Yeah, I'd rather have the. I think I'd rather put up with a sparse lawn and have some shade than uh, have a golf course like lawn and no shade trees. Yeah. Well, but that, some those choices are there. Some people love their lawn. Oh yeah. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, Neil talks about uh, 
the color plants that you can plant in containers and outside now. He says from crotons to firebush. We used to never think about recommending firebush for containers because with people people that were growing them the first couple of years uh, didn't they didn't think they need much water, but when they're in containers, yeah, they're they it's, probably use it's it a whole like, different plant when it's yeah, in a container. Yeah. But we've uh, we've promoted it for I think like yeah. as, as a container plant for a hummingbirds for like fifteen oh, years yeah. straight. That's that's been uh, it's it's such a prolific bloomer, and uh, and the hummingbirds are are here. Oh yeah, the they garden, li- they gardeners like are talking about them and mm-hmm. reporting them. I don't. I, nobody has made a, a definite uh, identification of uh, of any other species other than the uh, uh, black shin yet. But uh, I'm sure there won't be long. <laughs> Around yeah. the way, Rufus and uh, um, ruby throats will be here too. And Neil also mentioned marigolds. Uh, marigolds grown for the fall garden was named Marimons. Now, the, my problem is I've lived through all of this. The the superstar well, it's better thing. not living through it. Well, maybe. <laughs> but uh, uh, Neil writes, named by Texas A&M Extension Horticulture's Dr. Steve George and his wife, Brenda. No. Hmm. That was not named by then. I was in the room when it was named. And it was named by uh, Vince Menino. Remember Vince? Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were batting it back and forth. Greg was in there, too. And we were batting it back and forth, what to call it. Uh, th- th- we, we didn't much want to use the word uh, marigold. Because uh, it had such negative connotation with spider mites. Mm. Well, not with the spider mites, but with the controllers of the spider mites. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But uh, we were saying, okay, it's a, it's a marigold. Uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it, it replaces the mums. Because uh, uh, marigolds have been used as flowers for decorating uh, cemeteries mm-hmm. during uh, uh, it, uh, mm-hmm. something of the dead. Dio de los Muertes? Yeah, there yes, you go. Milton. You got it. Thank you. <laughs> I can always remember that because guess whose birthday is on Day of the Dead? Greg Oh. <laughs> I always thought that was appropriate for some reason, hmm. since he's in cemeteries all the time, yeah. collecting plants. It was meant to be. <laughs> but it was named by Vince Menino. And, uh, I hope you call Neil and tell him, set him straight. Uh, okay. I, I think I know who told him that. Hmm. It would be Steve George. Oh, well, now that you've announced it on the radio. Cal- Calvin, buddy. Okay. 
And uh, so, and he kneeled through his wife in there, Brenda. But no, the truth, the rest of the story is, it was Vince Menino, who was one of it was one of the he's retired now. Was I don't think he's passed. Oh, okay, we, we've got uh, we got lots of miracles in there. We got uh, some of the bigger ones for to use as Mary Mums. Yes, cool. Yeah. What what uh, so what selection are they? Do you uh, remember? I want to say it was Antigua. I don't know that one. Antigua. I yeah, that's an old one. Fairly old hybrid. And tell and the the idea was, you plant them now, and you 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 plant the larger variety, and you plant them now so that they can they get a good chance of surviving spider mites because we expect the temperatures to cool yeah cool down, and then uh, it all what what about the uh, What's another important factor on the blooms? Yeah, they're short-day blooms. I mean, short-day reactions. Plants, in other words, the marigold will bloom more in the fall because of the short day than it will in the spring. Yeah, they're pretty spectacular. But we tried to tell everybody, buy them without blooms or with several buds, not open buds. And uh, you know what happened to that idea? They they bloom a lot better in the fall if you can find plants with no blooms or buds. What do you think happened to that idea, Nia? I mean, I've, nobody they weren't blooming. <laughs> that's right. And uh, and, and uh, growers would not sell them without. You're waiting for several blooms or buds on it. And they're pretty, it's kind of an unusual look, but it's a re- really attractive when you plant them relatively close t- together. Oh, and, yeah, and spectacular. They're, and they're uniform, and they aren't blooming yet, but then within a you know, few weeks, <laughs> they start yeah. that blooming, and it all comes yeah. at once. It's pretty spectacular. It's, it works. Uh, under the uh, write-up on plantanswers.com, uh, I've got a picture of Jeremy when he was little uh, standing out in Versta Field out there around Von Army, and he was so little he couldn't stand. So he had to grab the marigold plant and hold himself up hmm. to take his picture. And... Uh, Jeremy to this day said, "Why did you quit taking so many pictures of me? Jeremy? Why did you torture me like that?" Yeah, <laughs> I think so. That's what, oh, he smiled. That's what I think he said. He smiled <laughs> like a coon. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live on Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. All right, 210-308-8867. And uh, don't forget about our friend Warren Remy. He visited with us last week at Spider-Man of Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Spider-Man can help you uh, get rid of those pests and keep your home and yard uh, pest-free from ants to, I need an insect that begins with Z. He told me one, like, zebra moths or something uh <laughs> but from rats to roaches whatever you got whatever's bothering you i wonder if bats we were talking about bats earlier do bats get in attics oh yeah but i guess they leave well i'm pretty sure that's where the uh bats that's in the belfry yeah from. yeah i bet you're right oh that's actually i remember i always talk about the woman that had the restaurant she uh that that introduced me to spider-man she had bats in her actually it was a belfry it was a, it was an old church uh, that she had converted into a, a place of business and their restaurant. And uh, they kept coming back, and Spider-Man was the one that got rid of them. Um, so if you're looking for a pest control company with uh, years I'm of knowledge... I'm sure that he uh, was very uh, appropriate, behaved with them, and made sure they weren't injured and found someplace else to live, right? You'll have to uh, talk with Warren yeah. about that. Uh, oh, I, he's, I pretty, he's pretty... Yeah. He, is, he is kind of sensitive yeah. about that. But anyway, uh, if you've got problems or if you want to avoid problems, the uh, place to go is Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Read more reviews online and find out about all their services at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com, or call them at 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. All right. Have you seen his TV commercial? No, I haven't caught it yet. Got I got a that brand new one. Yeah. And it's well done. And uh, guess, guess when it plays? Around Judge Judy. Oh, okay. Well, it probably doesn't play the same time each day, but yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, okay. But uh did a good job. Yep. Whoever did it. Yeah, Warren's a good... Yep. Okay, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, the number two call. What else we got going on? Talking about uh, plants to plant for the fall to color to color up your uh, uh, surroundings, and uh, <laughs> the uh, one thing that it seems we overlook a lot of time is, uh, and Trace usually has a. Uh, a bunch of them in, and even earlier than now, is that that's ornamental peppers. I mean, there's nothing that can beat the ornamental peppers as far as lasting a long time, uh, being pretty tough, and uh, being very colorful. Well, uh, even even the uh, domestic, the agricultural. Peppers are attractive. Oh yeah, in a, in a container you can't hardly beat them in a con- yeah. container. They're, they're uh, long, long, <clears throat> bright colors. And uh, the the uh, uh, penguins peppers that we sold out here usually was full of blooms uh, when we put them on the shelf, but uh, they're very attractive. They're uh, moving back to bloom already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once they're just, uh, you know, transplanted and it didn't take them long to feel, <laughs> feel comfortable. Oh, yeah. But they're, it says ornamental peppers 
are usually smaller than their garden variety cousins. Most grow to be the size of a basketball, the plants that is. Yeah. But their let's see, uh, fruit colors include red, orange, yellow, and purple, often on the same plant at the same time. And uh, <laughs> the uh, so they're very attractive, and they they don't uh, get old and fall off for quite a time, for quite a while. They're they're well they're easy to maintain. Yeah, and if you got a relationship with your your birds, yeah, yeah, well that's true. Hey, I don't, I don't know if birds eat ornamental peppers. Oh, oh, okay. I, I was thinking of the uh, patines. chili patines. Yeah. They sure eat the chili patines. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, they they love they love them. <laughs> just, well, that just shows that they're that shows they don't have taste buds. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. because you know if if a bird can eat those things, but Trace and not ha- be bothered. Trace has taste buds and he eats them. I felt like I was being called a bird. Yeah, uh. I think you were. <laughs> Makes his mustache curl though when he eats those things. <laughs> As most will have dark green foliage, but many <clears throat> of the newer varieties have deep purple leaves, and w- with uh, colorful peppers. As they, <clears throat> um, they're especially used uh, in large patio pots. Where I, I tell you where they're killers is around pumpkins. When they have mm. pumpkins come in, a nice contrast in colors and textures. Pumpkins and peppers. Yeah. I think he's referring to the purple-leafed one. Yeah, right. Oh. Colors and textures. P- purple and orange. I can yeah. see that. Keep plants moist at all the time, but be sure they drain. I guess that's purple and yellow. Just, yeah, yellow. Kill the feather. There's got to be somebody who's purple and orange, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it says uh, keep the plants moist at all times. But... Have you had many questions about people overwatering plants since it's dry, hot weather? Sometimes, if you ask the right questions, but hmm. more often than not, the average person uses too little water and tries to do it too frequently. Yeah. Oh. You only t- you so it'd be better to do it less frequently, but more water. Correct. Yeah, there's some plants that uh, don't respond well to staying soggy. For sure, but uh, quite often those kind of plants are identified by uh, by the uh, they don't have any drainage holes, too, yeah. or they get clogged. Oh, okay, they get clogged. It's that's <laughs> easy. One of the things about a small container, it's easy to get clogged, and then they're, then they're pretty susceptible. But I'm wondering, as hot as it is and dry as it has been. Since April, we had all those heavy rains in April. But uh, now he remembers them. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I think it's impossible to overwater plant in a container. 
I don't know. I don't know how you'd do it. Like I say, I've got some in containers soaking in a bucket of water for a week or more. All they did was re-sprout and start growing again. Oh, I think I, th- I think there's some some I'm thinking of pentas. Um, yeah, certain plants maybe. Yeah, if they don't, if you don't <laughs> let them kind of dry out in between waterings, they they don't respond very well. And then back when we used to do the, oh, what what was that plant the plates? Uh, the uh, under the pots. We don't. We're not using using those as much in the shade. The yeah the. the but that 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 plant was really susceptible to s- s- this soil staying soggy. Yeah. Well, well you couldn't win because you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't you give it too much wa- you give it too much water and it it didn't survive. If you didn't give it enough, it didn't survive. It was just not uh, hundred degree weather was not appropriate for it. Crimson tigers. Oh, you found it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So that'll be uh, uh, the fighting fight pumpkins. The fight. <laughs> I guess they're no. I know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Purple and uh, an orange. Yes. Huh. What did the, you look under? What school was? I just said sports. Okay, sports and purple and orange. Yeah. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And yes. Trace. Yep, we got Bert on the line. Let's go to Bert oh, real quick. Okay. Before we get into this. Uh, 210-308-8867. Hey, Bert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good. A little warm. Uh, it's providential that I came in <clears throat> to hear you on the radio talking about watering plants, cause it, container plants, because that's what I was just doing for the last 15 minutes. We knew you were out there. Well, I got vegetables in containers. And uh, they're still producing. What I do is I water them twice a day. Usually I just pour a two-gallon bucket of water into each plant and twice a day. Yeah. But you you haven't seen any damage from overwatering, have you? No, I have not. <laughs> mostly, mostly it's just the scalding. I mean, when it was, last month in, all, in July... I put a patio umbrella over them in the midday, like about right now. <laughs> you and love your plants. Them. It would stop them from getting sunburned. That's what—that's the damage that I noticed because they yeah. would curl up and start to yellow. And then I'd just go out and put the umbrella on and they'd water them real quick and they'd come right back. Yeah. You ever notice when we uh, move uh, plants in, in for the winter? Uh, and some, you know, sometimes we have to water the heck out of them to keep them alive, and then we move them into the winter where there's a less severe. Uh, it's not uh, necessary. Yeah, it's not, so, not, so, not so harsh. Yeah, and I've I've seen that the plants decline pretty quickly if they get mm-hmm. stay soggy there. Uh, yes, they, I ahead. just let the ones die. The ones, the ornamentals that are like perennials, I keep. I move them inside. Um, and that's about it. The the vegetables, because I know the cruciferous family is about to come on in September. I plan to plant mine about mid-September, and some leafy greens. I figured to let it get cooler towards October to do some collards and maybe a mustard. But uh, my garden is so, like I said, it's containers. So I'm just thinking about dandelion greens and sorrel, 
and the smaller leafy greens for vegetables and cooking. Oh, that's good. Cool. Do you have a bowl under those? Oh, yes. I got the uh, those plastic uh, carpet oh. savers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Saucers? And, uh, yes. I, I just use them, and uh, like I said, I only move inside mostly the Norfolk Island pine and uh, a few like the Porta, the one that you really got to try to keep it, that little hanging vine. Yeah. Uh, so I got a couple of them, and if I got a fern, I'll bring that in. But ferns do pretty good because I saw how good they do up in upstate New York when I was stationed up there. So ferns are pretty hardy. So no, you bring yeah. them in. You, uh, other than that, that's what I say. It's like, yeah, uh, I said that to you all last week. If you want a lawn in San Antonio, Texas, you're crazy. <laughs> you just got to water too much. Yeah. Sounds so, good. Uh, Thanks, Bert. Thanks, Bert. Y'all take care. YouTube, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You were talking about something before we went to Bird about Trace something. You said something about Trace. No? Okay. Well, I'm sure it was very positive, whatever it was. <laughs> uh, but I was going to say that... Uh, you remember it's the, most said Trace said God, <laughs> instead of was talking, well, we're talking about plants, sort yeah. of culture. He was talking about... Crimson and purple uniforms. Yeah, okay. But uh, most ornamental peppers are hot, (laughs) very hot. Some varieties have been bred and selected for their edibility, but primarily for their good looks. Yeah, some of them are erratic. You, you eat one, and it's fine, and then the next one yeah. burns your brain out. If you do decide to taste sample them, do so at your own risk. Now, we're lucky out here that uh, uh, t- Trace will taste test every ornamental plant <laughs> pepper that we bring in here. Is that right, Trace? Uh, no, I already and, know. And I think pepper. he needs to put a, a little sign on it, whether it's, whether it's mild or... Yeah, right. so instead of having the Schofield units, it would be there you go. trace units. There you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> Made me sweat, didn't make me sweat. <laughs> and, uh, so Ed, that'd yeah, be you fun. mentioned that, it made me think about that one time when he was was tasting them, and he, he was sweating. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that would be an interesting uh, addition. No other nursery probably does that. No, huh? and he can be the, he can be the first one in Texas, maybe in the United States. Yeah, the, most of the nurseries have a little graveyard in back where the the person that's testing the, <laughs> the, does the testing. They, they yeah. don't survive. They just <laughs> bury them in the backyard. Oh, hey, that'd be nice. Just just visit them here at Millburgers. Yeah, and the memorial. Memorial to the pepper tester. You know, we did that uh, test panel on uh, on chili penguins that I had over here but with some of their uh, help or mm-hmm. uh, I guess they weren't volunteered, but uh, no, they were volunteered. They were they volunteers? Yeah, you, you, we didn't you offer to give it to them. them they they said sure. <laughs> But uh, they were staff, but yes, yeah, but uh, 
she she ate the the lady ate uh, I'd brought some regular chili patine in to see if she could really eat them and I brought five in I think and she popped them in her mouth ate them raw in front of us but uh, then we gave them a, a Parsons potent chili penguin and she popped it in her mouth and I was waiting for the reaction and she said they're not hot at all no, no heat on them. And so <laughs> I said, okay, that's what I wanted to know. Because as, as Jeremy will tell you, I've, I've never eaten one. Uh, but he said I tricked him in the... I know you did. It's clear. That's, I have no reason not to believe Jeremy. <laughs> and called my wife on, his, on me. Oh. Dad made me eat one of those hot peppers. That, no. uh, that's your ex-wife, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, after was that after the pepper? <laughs> after the pepper. <laughs> but uh, then, in about I guess it's three to four minutes later, then yeah, then it, the she kinda, came by. It was a slow heat. holding up four four yeah. times hotter. They're they're a slow. Uh, they're slow to catch on for some reason. The peppers. The peppers, yeah. Uh, and I ha- I think I've got a recipe in there for making your own pepper cream. Hmm. You know. Oh, for, uh, for, for, for arthritis. Okay. Huh. And uh, you'll have to look on plantanswers.com for that. I think so. All right. On the, it'd be on the. We are going to take a quick break, and while we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Garden, South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, come on by Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Uh, it looks pretty out here uh, today with all the color out there and the, uh, the annuals and, and uh, um, outside the, uh, the two-story. And the pergoda's looking good. So, uh, Thank you. Oh, sorry. I turned you down a sec. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome, yeah. That was a lot of work. Pergola. Per- what did I say? Pagoda? Yes. Oh, pergola. Sorry. <laughs> you can correct me. That's I did. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, it looks very nice. And uh, uh, Calvin. Apparently Calvin hadn't even noticed. Oh. <laughs> apparently not. As he's looking over there now going, hey, that looks about the same. With the paint and stuff, it kind of looks similar. Maybe not as leaning, but anyway. Anyway, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Did you talk what's that? Oh, did you talk about what Calvin wrote in his article today? Or? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Okay. Uh, despite the heat, thank winter vegetables. Oh, okay. He says. <laughs> Some of us have already planted our tomatoes. Such as Ruby Crush, 968, and Thunderbird, 
Red Snapper, and Tycoon. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, planted years. The plant has probably assumed a miniature Christmas tree shape with skinny leaves. No, oh, the, the tomatoes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, from the heat. Oh, okay. Yeah, from the heat, yeah. But it, uh, unbelievable, they uh, keep them watered and fertilized, and soon we will get some rain. <laughs> Wishful thinking on my part, yes. And nighttime, and nighttime temperatures below 70 degrees. They're That'd not be, below 70 yet, but they're still more comfortable yeah, than they have been. Uh, they should perk up along with peppers, okra, is okra? I don't think okra, other than stand smaller than it usually is. An eggplant. Oh my goodness, we wouldn't want anything to happen, happen to, to our a egg wonderful plant. eggplant. If you'd have planted it in the shade, like I told you. Oh, we have Eggplant's egg doing okay in the sun. Oh, is it? Well, okay. Yeah, well, pepper, peppers are. Well, hang would on do that better in the shade. Huh? Hang on there. Stop. Pause there for a second. We have Ninfa on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ninfa. Or Ninfa, how, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, sir. Thank you very much for taking my call. You bet. What's going on? How can we help you? Well, I have a lot of volunteer uh, pecan trees and oak trees, compliments of the squirrels. And I just wondered, are they... Um, should I try to dig them out and maybe <laughs> plant them someplace else? How, no. How are their roots or what? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what kind of mo- mother tree do you have? What was it? What, uh, is it a variety or is it a native? Are you talking about the pecan tree or the oak? The, the, the uh, pecan. pecan tree. The pecan tree, I really don't know because it's in my neighbor's yard, but it has a very um, soft shell. It's a very nice pecan. Oh, okay. You know, the easiest thing to do is just, uh, and my wife Judy did did this for years. Uh, she just collected the the seeds and put them in a container, then much easier than to dig them up and uh, trans, try to transplant them. But they... Uh, uh, the, the, the pecans, but mostly the oaks. The oaks are easier to identify and everything. Yeah, but that that works pretty slick, and it doesn't it doesn't take long for them to germinate and uh, and put some size on them. So if you want to, okay. you know, distribute them to friends or relatives. Okay, when you put the pecans in a jar, do you put them with water or soil or anything? Yeah, well, uh, just put them in the soil. Okay. You know, a container and with the uh, soil, they're not too fussy. No. Okay. They, uh, they grow everywhere where I don't want them, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It, that's true. But now, how long does it take it to germinate? Well, I, I think they grow, they'll germinate in the same growing season or the next, the next uh, growing season at the latest. They oh. Don't, uh, okay. Yeah. That's sure. They, they, um, and what about the oaks? Depends on the, the yeah. whether it's a white oak, red oak, but they're they're pretty fast too. Is it the red oaks or live oaks or white oaks? Right. Are fast? Spanish yeah. oak or Monterey Spanish oak? No, that's red. Oh, no, that's oh. white. Is what did you ask? Is is it 
which if, which one is uh, germinates the same growing season, or the one of them gr- germinates the next growing season? The uh, I know the white oaks are slower, fast, no, faster. faster. Yeah. Okay. okay. So but, um, go don't, ahead. Don't don't bother digging them out. Just just mow them down. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I think it's I think it's just easier. It's a lot of it's a lot of work picking yeah. them up. If you dig, if you if they're in like in your uh, garden, uh, or in a, a lot of times they'll germinate in a container. Yeah, then they're relatively easy. But uh, uh, if you if you let them get to be more than two or three years old, then they're then they're hard, oh, yeah. tough to transplant. Have you ever? Ever pulled one of those up? Pecans? No, or, uh, I have young seedlings. Have you I ever have pulled it. have you ever pulled one up? She has not. She no. said no? She said no. Oh, he's, well, he, it might be a good experience. Hmm, I uh, wouldn't believe him. When, when you see the <laughs> see the sprouts or young seedlings come up okay. when they're about four four to six inches high tie high. Okay. All you have to do is just pull them up. Okay. Well, and that's pot, what I was you can, about. You, you can pot them up, too. Hang on. Calvin, has that been your experience? <laughs> well, some of them some of them will survive, but uh, not all of them will survive. Why do I imagine they're harder to pull up than he's... Actually? Oh, they're very hard to pull up. That's <laughs> yeah. impossible. That's the issue, up. yeah. If you ever if you're trying to weed your garden and the pecan yeah. seedlings are there... Uh, <laughs> and uh, and the oaks are the the oaks are the same way. Yeah. And just you just think, well, the the plant's only four inches tall. Yeah. How deep can the root be? Yeah, but the root has yeah. spent Likely. a long time going yeah, deep. Yeah. 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 Okay. Look at that. built to learn some stuff. But you, you know, it, really, if you get them, if you get them that first year when they germinate, uh, sometimes it's just uh, one or two. Spade folds of soil, and they'll they'll survive. Yeah, but okay. uh, it, it is easier to just put that seed in you know one gallon or a three gallon container. A lot oh. of pe- a lot of people that connect collect uh, native plants, uh, like uh, uh, the the uh, the the maples. Uh, that come up under the trees and whatever. They wait till after a rainfall and then go out and immediately pull them out, just pull them out of the ground with root and all, probably no soil, and then put them in containers. And usually they live. We get they a well. high percentage of them that live. Huh. If you don't want to do that, you can, you can go down and you can cut them about... Uh, Cut the seedling off about uh, three to four inches high, and right after, right after you cut it, put paint it with our stump killer. Uh, cut uh, vine and stump killer. Yeah, cut vine and stump killer. Or some people tell me that all you have to do is spray them. Huh. Spray the little seedling. I've out. also heard that yeah. nurseries like Millburgers have hundreds of them for sale. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What? Oh, uh, uh, oaks and pecans. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Everything. On that note, I have a bunch of pecans coming this fall. Oh, good. 
So it may be easier on your ninfa just to come to Millburgers <laughs> and get them. Yeah, but go out, go out there and pull up about twenty, twenty-five of them. Yeah, and then just come over to Millburgers yeah. and tell when Jerry's here, uh, <laughs> and then you can uh, share your experiences with him with a long stick. <laughs> go ahead. I, I thought he volunteered to help. Yeah, he did volunteer uh, oh, to help. Oh, hell no. Yeah, he'll come. He'll come right over. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. You bet. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Got a couple minutes left for today. Is there anything we want to focus on? Trace, we're going to give you kind of that last word. The boutique. The boutique. What's happening in the boutique? What does that mean? Uh, that's our Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. So the last of it just showed up this morning. Okay. So we're done. Oh, uh, really? The metal, all the metal pumpkins and things are here. Cool. So best selection is now. Okay, so oh. if you're looking for unique Halloween decorations, the boutique is a. How place about to the go. pumpkins, the real pumpkins? Well, they're scheduled to come in. I think it's the last week of this of this month. Of September. Yeah. Oh, okay. This October, it's, we still we're still two months away from Halloween, right? Well, yeah. I was looking at this picture in Woody Calvin's article, and uh, interesting thing: they both uh, broccoli and. Uh, uh, cabbage have have little holes in the leaves. I don't know if that's a holy cabbage or it's not religious. No. Or what? No. no religious cabbages out there. <laughs> oh, it's a religious experience. Yeah, there you go. Those but, are the, are those the loopers or the yeah okay. <laughs> And uh, and you you don't need to look when your cabbage and broccoli looks like that. You don't need to look for the worm. Oh, look for the hole. Oh, okay. Which appear apparently are very apparent. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Uh, but when if I'm back, we'll be back tomorrow here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Thanks to the docs, thanks to Trace, and thanks to Mark for helping out and uh, being a part of the show. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow back here at the nursery and right here on 9:30. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.